Hello and welcome to the session on the analysis of Sonnet 29 written by William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare was a renowned English poet, playwright and actor born in 1564 in Stratford-upon-Avon. His birthday is most commonly celebrated on 23rd April which is also believed to be the date he died in 1616. At the age of 18, He married Anne Hathaway, who bore him three children, Susanna and twins, Hamnet and Judith. Between 1585 and 1592, he began a successful career in London as an actor, writer and part owner of the playing company, the Lord Chamberlain's Men, later known as the King's Men. He appears to have retired to Stratford around 1613 where he died 3 years later. Few records of Shakespeare's private life survive and there has been considerable speculation about such matters as his sexuality, religious beliefs and whether the works attributed to him were written by others. Shakespeare produced most of his known work between 1590 and 1613. His early plays were mainly comedies and histories, genres he raised to the peak of sophistication and artistry by the end of the 16th century. Next, he wrote mainly tragedies until about 1608, including Hamlet, King Lear and Macbeth, considered some of the finest examples in the English language. In his last phase, he wrote tragic comedies, also known as romances and collaborated with other playwrights many of his plays were published in editions of varying quality and accuracy during his lifetime and in 1623 two of his former theatrical colleagues published the first folio which is a collected edition of his dramatic works that included all but two of the plays now recognized as shakespeare's Shakespeare was a respected poet and playwright in his own day but his reputation did not rise to its present heights until the 19th century the romantics in particular acclaimed shakespeare's genius and the victorians hero worshiped shakespeare with a reverence that george bernard shaw called bardolatry in the 20th century his work was repeatedly adopted and rediscovered by new movements in scholarship and performance his plays remain highly popular today and are consistently performed and reinterpreted in diverse cultural and political contexts throughout the world according to the historians shakespeare wrote 37 plays and 154 sonnets throughout the span of his life Shakespeare's writing average was 1.5 plays a year since he started writing in 1589. There have been plays and sonnets attributed to Shakespeare that were not authentically written by the great master of language and literature. Now let's see what a sonnet is. The sonnet is a form of lyrical poetry which originated in Italy in the 13th century. In fact, sonnet is derived from the Italian word sonetto, meaning little sound or little song. A sonnet is a type of 14-line poem. 
they are written predominantly in a meter called iambic pentameter that is each line contains five iams or sets of two syllables where the first syllable is unstressed and the second syllable is stressed there are two main types of sonnets italian and english sonnets the first and most common type of sonnet is the italian sonnet otherwise known as the petrarchan sonnet giacomo da lentini is attributed as the inventor of this form of poetry even though they are named after Francisco Petrarca who is commonly referred to as Petrarch one of the most revered Italian poets these sonnets are divided into two stanzas the first stanza contains eight lines or an octave the second stanza contains six lines or a sestet the rhyme scheme is abba abba cde cde the second most form the second most common form of sonnet is the english sonnet otherwise known as the elizabethan or shakespearean sonnet the english poet thomas white introduced the sonnet to the english language in the 16th century by translating the works of petrarch from italian white's contemporary the earl of surrey then made inventions to the form by introducing a new structure and rhyme scheme which became the defining characteristics of the english sonnet published in 1591 the sonnet astrophel and stella by sir philip sidney established the form of the english sonnet even though shakespeare did not invent the sonnet style he was among the most prolific writing over 150 in his lifetime Shakespeare quickly became the English sonnet's most venerated practitioner and the English sonnet is often referred to as the Shakespearean sonnet as a result. These sonnets are divided into four stanzas comprising 14 lines in total. The first three stanzas are quatrains meaning they contain four lines each. The final stanza is a couplet meaning it contains two lines. The lines follow the rhyme scheme A B A B C D C D E F E F G G English sonnets typically adhere to iambic pentameter more strictly than Italian sonnets Sonnet 29 is a poem written by the English poet and playwright William Shakespeare It was mostly it was most likely written in the 1590s though it was not published until 1609 it was published by thomas thorpe of london like many of shakespeare's sonnets sonnet 29 is uh, traditionally believed to have been written for a young man unlike some of shakespeare's other love poems which are concerned with physical beauty and erotic desire Sonnet 29 is about the power of love to positively affect one's mindset as the poem argues that love offers compensation for the injuries and setbacks one endures in life. This sonnet is in part a poem about isolation, envy and despair. In the first 8 lines 
the speaker lists a series of anxieties and injuries comparing himself negatively to more prosperous successful and beautiful people the speaker thus suggests that his sense of self worth depends on others his social status and his emotional life are inextricably braided together a combination the poem argues breeds only further isolation and discontent let's uh, go through the poem when in disgrace with fortune and men's eyes i all alone beweep my outcast state and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries and look upon myself and curse my fate so the poem begins with the speaker listing a series of misfortunes he has suffered he describes himself as disgraced and an outcast and implies that he is hopeless untalented and ugly that he lacks political influence and that he no longer takes pleasure in the things that he once enjoyed so it seems that uh, the poet is responding to some catastrophe he says uh, uh, he feels uh, uh, disgraced in men's eyes and he is all alone he says that he is not favored by men and fortune he does not have any friends now and uh, he does not have enough money with him and in this sorrowful condition he finds him all alone and he beweeps his outcast state he feels that he is in a socially outcast situation so we don't know what prompted the poet to make such a reference but Uh, critics say that uh, this is reference to the poet remaining jobless uh, when the theaters were closed down in 1592 during the outbreak of plague you know that the poet uh, was an actor and a playwright uh, and there was a deadly disease called plague which afflicted london so since it was an infectious disease uh, like uh, we have the corona nowadays um, all the theaters were closed down and the poet became jobless uh, and he had no patrons uh, at that time uh, some poets uh, and playwrights had some patrons uh, like uh, kings or earls uh, and they financially supported the poets and playwrights and shakespeare had no one like that to support him so he might have been very unhappy because of this condition and he was an upcoming artist at the time and there was a bitter attack on him by his playwright by his fellow playwright robert green robert green had called him an upstart crow and this uh, uh, saddened shakespeare and he suffered from despair and anxiety and he feels like an outcast and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries and look upon myself and curse my fate 
and uh, he is so sad and he prays to god and he feels that uh, his uh, cries or his prayers are not answered by god and he looks upon himself uh, and curses his fate so this has a biblical allusion this uh, line has a biblical allusion to the old testament in bible there was a character called job who was cast out unto a dung heap and he called to god who did not listen who did not respond and the poet finds himself in the same situation and here heaven is personified the heaven personified is god and god is pictured as deaf Uh, whatever uh, prayers the poet makes uh, the god does not listen to them and he finds that all the prayers that he makes are useless uh, and he curses himself uh, this is what a job uh, the biblical character also does uh, the idea of cursing one's fate uh, also harkens to job uh, who cursed himself after falling out of god's favor um job felt that uh, god does not favor him he curses himself this is what the poet also does uh, in such a situation such a sad situation he is in he uh, prays to god but god does not uh, listen to him so he finds himself uh, in a similar condition to that of uh, job